love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Happens live from our radio hub for Tuesday. Let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast because that's what we do. We keep it professional. Let's see who is here today. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. There he is. His name is Drew. I am really starting to get insulted by the type of junk email I'm getting. Yeah. Oh, you talking about you you getting the uh, the Viagra ones again? You Not got those? <laughs> no, you got, but other old age stuff. Yeah, you got those when you were like 30 though. Which yeah. is weird. Yeah, that was weird. But now I'm getting stuff about, you know, reverse mortgages on my home and things. <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, elder care stuff. What is it? The uh, uh, AARP? Yeah. Are you getting those Not yet? Not quite AARP yet, God. but close. Drew, you're aging the show. What's wrong with you? I'm saying they've got me all wrong. I'm young. I'm hip. Come young. on, people. Vibrant. Back off those emails. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, right over there. Her name is Claire. I started getting the AARP offers when I turned 40, and I took it. I don't care what they thought. $10, 10% off, 50% off. I get discounts all over the place. I'm nowhere near their demo, but I took it. Dang. And his name is Ryder the Youngin. Oh, you know what the best part about waking up is? Folgers in your cup. Actually, it's Red Bull in my cup, but yes. Oh, <laughs> dang. You wake up with Red Bull? I have to. It's the only thing that gets me kicking and going during For the real. day. Yeah, I got to get the day ready so I can be here. Back when I was a baby DJ, I was doing this night show at uh, 106.1 Kiss FM in Dallas, and they had a huge, massive Red Bull chilled iced cooler for the Red Bulls, and I'm not kidding. I used to throw down. In all honesty, I mean, I really didn't know what was in Red Bull. Then I throw down like 20-something a day. I know Oh, it. boy. Wow. Wow. No question. And you wonder where those heart palpitations came from a few yeah. years hey. later. <laughs> too much energy drink. <laughs> and, yeah, it was that and, and too many ladies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Balancing too many ladies at one time. Right. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it every time. I was a dirty dog. I found the Lord. Go ahead, Drew. Well, his preferred method for getting up is just taking a nap. That's how you That's how you wake up for your day. Our host, The Fitz. That's right. Uh, I, I cannot believe you guys do not nap. I can't. I nap. I try. Oh, yeah. Claire, you do nap. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Every day I take a nap. It's critical. It's absolutely healthy. Like in Greece, they, they'll shut down shop and they'll go nap for a couple of hours. All of Europe does e- that. Yeah. They have Everywhere, siesta. It's brilliant. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. equatorial. Yeah. Anyone, clo- any nation that lives close to the equator, uh-huh. they all believe in napping. Yeah. Right, because you See, can't do anything in the afternoon. It's too hot. Because you wait, because yeah. you use so much energy too to party and chill. You're in a beautiful yep. place, and you got to rest and store up to go out and do it again. I Plus, it's so I, warm at night. You yeah. Be up. I just can't nap. If I sleep, I'm I'm not waking back up until like eight hours later. It doesn't matter. For real. It, every time when I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna close my eyes for like two hours. It's like nine o'clock at night, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I really encourage you. It, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't. I'm the opposite of writer. I just yeah. can't fall asleep in in the daytime hours at all. Period. I can't do it no matter how tired. Even if I you don't get a lot of sleep the night before. Uh-uh. All right. I could sleep like a. I could sleep better in the daytime than I do at night. Me too. <laughs> Same. That's the problem. Uh, just like everybody listening to the show right now falling asleep. <laughs> Great nap talk. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to nap talk. All right. Welcome to the show. Uh, we got a whole lot of show today, you guys. Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. And now, here's and now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, folks. I'm here standing by with the news that did not make the news, always compiling your What Are You Kidding Me? stories. Thank you so much for them. I'm going to take you out of the state of Washington. Pokemon go to jail. Uh-oh. You might have heard about this. Apparently, there's still some avid Pokemon Go players out there. And, uh,. The state of Washington has uh, well, a lot of active Pokemon Go players. Basically, th- this police officer stops someone on a freeway. And as the sergeant approached a car, 
stopped on the shoulder. He found not one, not two, but eight phones all playing Pokemon Go. Wow. Eight. Eight. Drew, I think you talked about this uh, recently. Yeah, a few days ago. The driver was sighted because the sergeant didn't actually see him driving. Instead, uh, he got up with a warning and was told to put the phones in the back seat of the car. But this is a, I mean, this is a serious problem. Yeah, so yeah. this dude actually had a custom-made case with the, yeah. you know the foam cutout where you have a case with foam in it and like a tool or something yeah. that's perfectly yeah. shaped? He had a custom case with eight slots that fit each phone so he could be looking at them all at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. So he was hands-free. <laughs> yeah, he was, and he, and he wasn't driving. Uh, that's why he got the warning. But because he pulled over on the freeway, though. Right. Like, you can't yeah. do that. I, driving he just wasn't caught in the act of driving i just don't know the incentive with this i mean i know it's great for exercise and great for walking and you know what it might be something that i might be interested in looking into i love a good hike or walk every now and then but i mean with eight phones wouldn't you say that this is a pokemon go addiction it is 100 percent addiction because you know what it is it's what they installed in our brains when we were little kids you gotta catch them all is this so, go back to the aliens in Area 51? But we go, do you, do you get <laughs> see the aliens? Do you get a, anything? No, I mean, like, there's certain things where if you go over the top on certain things, like, they'll reach out to you and you can, like, win, like, a vacation to Japan, maybe. But that is so far-fetched and that does not happen. Aren't that where, where like, the real Pokemons are? Well, I, I'm not sure if there's any real <laughs> I think they live in Japan. Yeah, okay. The, the real Pokemons? I'll go with that. Okay, Fitz. I mean, the ones that people are searching for. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Norway. Thunder thighs. <laughs> Is this one about me again? No, but I'd like, I'd like to see you attempt uh, what I'm about to talk about, though. Okay, deal. <laughs> Are you open to maybe trying it? Yeah, maybe. Last Thursday in Norway, a 31-year-old woman stole a 42-inch TV from a stall oh, by no. sh- shoving it up her skirt and squeezing it between her thighs. What? She must have been like six foot nine. I was I mean, just going to say, let me see. Yeah, well, they're tall in Norway. That's where my people are from, so I could talk about them. That's quite an accomplishment. They're my yeah. people. They are my people, that, so I could talk about them. I'm just working on the math here. Yeah. Like, even if the TV was horizontal, 41 inch TV has got to be at least, you know, three feet high. Yeah, what do they weigh? Well, she, she managed to waddle out of the store. It was a waddling technique she used. <laughs> Uh, but cops caught her as she was getting on the bus. <laughs> oh my gosh! That was her getaway car. God. Uh, all right, folks. Aren't we in the United States trying to buy Norway soon? Oh no, it's Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, Greenland. Yeah. Greenland. 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 Yeah. Okay. There you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. I still haven't had a chance to catch up and listen to all of my uh, my Taylor Swift's Lover album yet. I've gotten through a lot of it. It's pretty powerful stuff, pretty emotional stuff. Because of the emotional ride on Taylor Swift's brand new album, I couldn't finish it all in one sitting. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Dude, you know, I'm, pa- you know, I'm passionate about Taylor. She was great to me. I got to tell you, so far, yeah. my favorite track is still me. Nothing mm. has surpassed yeah. that for Lover's me. pretty good. Lover's yeah. pretty Lover's good. good. You know, I told Taylor, last time I saw her, I said, you are our, what did I say? Our, our Grace co- Kelly. Our Grace Kelly. You are our Princess Diana. I told her that. And she looked at me, and I, I thought she could have been in love with me for a moment. No? You're no. afraid she's going to be dead? I'm I don't think they can hear my eyes <laughs> I believe, the radio. Drew, if I didn't have a yeah. ring on my finger when I told her that, I, said, I, I think I could have said, Taylor? Would you like to go on a date maybe to like Chili's or something like that? <laughs> I would have. If I wasn't a married man, when I when I told her, you are our Grace Kelly, you are our Princess Diana, we are, and she looked at me and there was a there was a quick moment and then she looked down at my hand and she saw a ring and she said, oh man, ring, no thing. She oh. looked at you and said, aren't you one of my dad's friends? I no, don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not your age, Drew. You got to understand, uh, that, yeah. those are not, that's not a good come on line Neither for women. She. What? Princess Grace or Princess Diana. Oh, they were I both completely very disagree. beloved women who suffered horrible, tragic deaths. Yeah, but she didn't. She, she she took that as a, I could see it in her eyes. She took it as a huge compliment. When I said, you are Grace Kelly, uh-huh. you are yeah. America's Princess Diana, I got to disagree. I think that is such a great line to throw to to a lady. Well, but, but I'm married. What's wrong with you guys? Besides the classy- Why are you throwing this on me? I'm a married man. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm just saying a classy woman like that, you are swept off her feet saying chilies. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. It's the Fit Show. 
It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And a brand new study says men who play the guitar are instantly 90% more attractive to women. I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar. It's... You know, I'm, uh, I used to play piano when I was a kid. I played by ear when I was a kid. Then I somehow kind of lost it over the years. But I seriously thought about recently going back and taking some piano lessons. But now I'm reading that 90% of guitar players are instantly more attractive to people. Yeah, that's where the money's at. you got to play guitar. Yeah. Guitar is where the money's at? I think I think piano is, is a better uh, discipline. Hmm. But if you're after the chicks, it's guitar. Well, well, I'm not. I mean, what's? Uh, I'm, I'm a married man. I'm not necessarily after the chicks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are wanting. Like earlier, we were talking about Taylor Swift and, and stuff, and you guys just kept pushing me. No, I get it. You want to learn to play guitar to impress Bethany, the mouth of South. That's exactly what. Also, go. I'd love to learn how to play an instrument, because I, I would really love to do some fun stuff on YouTube, like creatively with a guitar or piano or something. There's a lot of stuff you could the do. Guitar is, uh, you could totally play the guitar. Yeah. I would it's love one of those to. like minute to learn, lifetime to master. Like I'm not saying you're gonna like wake up and be Keith Urban tomorrow, but you could totally learn to play the guitar. It's not that hard. You got yeah. big hands, you'll be fine. I can teach you a couple chords. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, Is... I can play the guitar. If I can do it Can you really? Yes. I love that. Well, how about you just play the guitar and I'll sing? Claire, you sure. Just, you just instantly became more attractive to Fitz. Oh, yes. <laughs> Based on his study. Yes. Where have you been all my life, Claire? Would you like to hear some Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> Bridge over troubled water? Yeah, I could Smoke do that on one. The water. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Wow, this just broke last week and this is a big deal. The feds have done a huge roundup and prosecution arrest cycle of more than 80 people, mostly Nigerian citizens, for a giant scam involving bilking old ladies out of money in love scams. Does this go back to the Nigerian prince scam? It must be like a national pastime in Nigeria. 17 of these people were actually in the U.S. when they were arrested, but uh, the the bulk of them were outside of our borders, and they have bilked almost $6 million from both businesses and vulnerable elderly women by claiming these love scams. You know, they, They play a character in line, catfishing. Do not send any money to Nigerian princes. Don't send any money to anyone you haven't met. (laughs) All right, Claire, choose your news. All right, attention, fellow crazy cat ladies. It is not the cats that make you crazy. Uh, (laughs) Researchers say that people with cats, whether it's one cat or multiple cats, do not have a higher rate of mental or social problems than people with dogs, other pets, or no pets at all. I do not believe this. So the the stereotype of the crazy cat lady, if you have 20 of something, it doesn't matter whether it's cats, ferrets, or dogs, you are no crazier for that. Oh, yeah? There's Jennifer Aniston? (laughs) You think Jennifer Aniston's a crazy cat? Absolutely. She can't hold down a marriage. She can't hold down a man. She's got a lot of cats. There's no question she's got a little cray-cray somewhere. If Jennifer Aniston is a crazy cat lady, sign me up. Sign me up. right? Well, I'm just saying, you don't think it's odd that that poor thing can't hold on to a relationship? There's some drama there. Oh, I definitely think there's drama there, but ain't the cats doing it. (laughs) Right of the young and choose your news. Well, Totino's, our favorite American pastime of snacks, just upped the game again. Yeah, you remember pizza rolls, right? When I do remember came pizza rolls. Huge. Well, yeah. now they're doing the snack mix, where it comes with pizza rolls, mozzarella bites, cheesy marinara bites, and little garlic bread bites. Such a healthy alternative, dude! It's amazing. And then, if, if that wasn't enough for you, now they have the American favorites: the cheeseburger bites, the cheddar bites, the hot dog cheese bites, hey, and down. potato bites. Oh, I can't. He's oh my god! Sit him down. Somebody get the spray bottle. Getting the tostino sweats over there. This happens. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Um, hey, we just want to throw out on the show we, all of our P1s, our listeners who who have set this show as the number one button on your preset. And we won't let you know, uh, as always, if, if you want some advice or you want to reach out and talk to somebody, maybe you have a, an instant issue that's causing instant drama and needs some instant advice. If you need an insta-fast, call us. That's kind of what insta-therapy is all about. Uh, Michelle, 33, you guys, she needs our help. Um, you know, Match.com's whole thing is it's okay to look, apparently. So basically, they let you create a profile without paying. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you could see other people on the site. So anyway, just for fun, Michelle wrote me. She says, hey, Fitz, my friend and I created a profile, started looking at guys' profile pages. A couple pages in, I saw my boyfriend's picture. When I clicked on his profile, it said that he'd been active within the past 24 hours. <gasps> so basically, he checked out the site recently. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, but she's on checking out too. Yeah, that's my question. Michelle, 33, goes on to say, I confronted him about it and he said it was from before he met me. He's been trying to figure out how to cancel his subscription. They've been together for six months. She says, Fitz, is my boyfriend cheating on me with girls that he meets on Match.com? Should I force him to get rid of his online dating profile? Why would he even have one? Okay, give her some instant advice right now. I mean, some good no-nonsense advice. I'll start. He cheating on you, girl. I think he's cheating on her. I mean, he was he was just active within the past 24 hours. Yeah. Now, he's claiming, is she saying he was claiming to that he was active because he was on there trying to figure out how to cancel his account? Yeah, just yesterday I was trying to figure out how to cancel that account. That's right. That's what he's saying. That stinks. There's he, no way. Yeah. Uh, I do not suspect anyone's going to defend this. He said he's had this account since before they met. At that point, why would he still have an account if he's with someone? Why would he have any open profile? Well, but why is she on it? Yeah, that's another really good question. If she's all, oh, we're just she doing says, it because it's funny and I want to look at boys, that's... She did say, just for fun, my friend and I created a profile and started looking at guys' profile pages. Are you saying that mm-hmm. she's wrong for even going there? I'm saying if I were him, I'd be asking the same question. Yeah. Right. Now, mm-hmm. I, if she'd approached us a different way and said, mm-hmm. my friend who is single is shopping and I was mm-hmm. looking over her shoulder to see her choices and found him, that'd be different. But the fact that she came at it from, my friend and I were just looking for fun, something's up. Yeah. Like, right. I don't... And look, the, the texts are, are agreeing with us. They're saying if these two are both anywhere near Match.com, the relationship's already over. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I met Emily, my girlfriend, on, on Tinder. And the only time that your face pops swipe up- right? Yeah, the only time- Yeah, of course I swipe right. <laughs> and after you swipe right, uh, how long before you met her? I think I met her probably like two weeks after we swiped right. We started talking, and then we met in person- and we hit I'm gonna have to get on since. Tinder with you one day and see see what I'm a happily married man and I've I made babies with my wife and stuff. So I've never been on Tinder or my, well, I can show you what Tinder looks like. I can't use Tinder. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 I also deactivated my account because like literally as soon as you're on there and you find somebody and you're happy, you just open up the app. Same with match.com, they have an app too. You just hit deactivate. That's and simple. it's gone. So that's what he should have probably done. That's what they both should have done. Yeah. So they're both being, they're both riding dirty. They're naughty. I think we only need about two minutes for this therapy session. Okay. <laughs> the Fitz Show. Fitz happens. Live. The Fitz Show. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Willie Nelson and his wife, Annie, um, they're adding another brand to their popular hemp product line. Mm. Ooh. This is interesting. Willie's Rescue. It's an array of hemp products for internal and external use in dogs, cats, in horses. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, there could be some uh, uh, medicinal benefits, right, when it comes to animals with this stuff, right? Oh, there's my, a ton of vets that are really my, advocating my CBDs for pets. did a lot of that with his dog before his dog passed away. He did a lot of pain and other management with cannabis. I will tell you right now that uh, my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South, um, I don't know exactly what she's rubbing on our little Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus. Hmm. Um, but, you know, my Boston Terrier has liver cancer right now. And she's got her little doggy doctor, and she's about to have her liver cancer surgery. But sometimes when we can tell she's not feeling really good, Bethany will lather her up in something like that. Yeah, yeah, it really helps. Infused with a little something, something. Um, my band got together last night because I was excited to hear what Willie's doing, and uh, we put together this brand new song. It's called "My Dog Stoned Again." Oh, and oh, hang on. Uh, <laughs> Hope you enjoy this. My dog stoned again. <laughs> I blew smoke into his nose again. Okay. Oh, He's so mellow now. The cat is now his friend. Wags his tail so he can get stoned again. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. This is almost the very definition of just stupid. Robert De Niro's company has filed a $6 million lawsuit against a former employee accused of embezzling and being so lazy that all she did all day was binge watch Netflix, specifically Friends. De Niro's people say (laughs) one week in January, one week, the woman had thousands of dollars of food, including caviar, delivered to her office while she watched 55 episodes of Friends. Wow. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Is this where? What does Robert De Niro's company do? And what what was this employee's he's got a job? He's got a film company. He 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 produces. Oh, films. no kidding. He, he also really owns restaurants. Right. You own yeah. right. He's got a massive entertainment complex, and this woman's job is like vice president of entertainment, yeah. something or other. So she was trying to say, well, I have to binge watch things on Netflix. That's part of my job is looking at talent. Yet nobody's hiring Joey from Friends for <laughs> Robert De Niro. Hey, is there anyone? And, and listen, be honest right now. Is there anyone listening right now who could honestly? to say that at their job they really don't work right. and you still get a paycheck there's a lot of people who get that check and yep. you know fill that seat yep. i mean i used to <laughs> did you really what, what'd you do i used to stream shows all the time at gamestop I, yeah i just didn't care i just watched tv shows all the By time the way, that's, that's where i met writer the young and you guys i met him at gamestop <laughs> And uh, our relationship began. Nobody came into it. <laughs> if your boss was the godfather, or let's just say the dad from Meet the Parents, yeah. would you steal and cheat on the job? Yeah, Robert De Niro's pretty scary. Yeah. Robert uh, De Niro. Hello, yeah. Jimmy from Goodfellas. Am I seeing yeah. him every day? He yes, says, you're seeing him he every says, day. Heck no. You stealing from me? Right. You stealing from me? But the other thing Isn't is... Isn't that the guy? Yeah, I'd, I'd wet myself yeah. before I stole that's from him. Yeah. <laughs> but also, $6 million... I mean, what is each episode of Friends worth? <laughs> like, how much was this woman making in 55 hours? Friends is that good, time? though. You know, I saw an argument the other day on social media. People were actually arguing which is better, Seinfeld or Friends. And it's like, first of all, it's Seinfeld. Yeah, hands uh, down. Friends yeah. is great, but I think they're t- for two different audiences. You know, it's two, two different, you know, states yeah. of mind. Yes, for right. sure. Right. Yeah. Celebrities are lining up to ask you to stop bullying Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Now, the British press has always been after Meghan. They've always been trying to invent this rift between her and Kate Middleton. And now, you know, that stuff's been going on. But now, for some reason, the public is turning on Harry and Meghan and blasting them. Now, this time, it's over their use of a private jet, which people assume is public money because they're royals, which they took for a vacation. But Elton John said, hey, everybody, back off. That's my jet. I gave them the jet so they could go get away for a couple of days with their kids. Ellen jumped in and said they do more charity than all the other royals and most celebrities combined. And now Pink says that the way that people are hitting at Meghan is the most public form of bullying she's ever seen. And it's time to start teaching your children to be nice. But nicer. what about all those toxins that they're putting in the atmosphere with that jet, Claire? What about that environment fight that they're on? Claire, what about the environment? The environment is very important. Uh, and jets are bad and all that stuff, but you know what? It's like how you stuff it. Yeah, it's like how else are you gonna get to Italy? <laughs> there you go, you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz Show. Uh, you know, Netflix is obviously huge right now, bigger than huge. Mm-hmm. Um could you, would you sign a binge-watching contract complete with a list of strict rules before you and your other half started enjoying a show together? Would you do it? Because Netflix has just introduced this, they call it co-watching. It's a co-watching contract for couples who binge-watch television shows together, and in the contract, the two parties must agree <laughs> to not fall asleep while watching. Also, when binge-watching a show, both parties... Can't view episodes without the other person present to mm-hmm. also watch. Pretty soon, there's going to be a. Uh, there's like a. There. A I mean, there is a printed contract. Can't do it. That you could print out. Nope, doesn't work for me. So, do you watch a lot of shows by yourself sometimes? No. So, what happens is, me and Emily watch a lot of Netflix, but then there's times where she turns around and I'm just passed out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the other times is I'll binge watch a t- an entire series because that's the only way I'm going to get through it. And then I'll go. Well, I'll watch it with Emily and pretend I haven't seen it yet. And go, oh my gosh, it's so crazy that happened. Well, which brings me to this. Also, in this contract on Netflix, if you come across a spoiler or if you've watched it, you cannot share it with the other person. Yeah. See, I have to be super careful with that because if I'm like ten episodes ahead of Emily and I go, "Oh, did you see that he died?" She's like, "What? Aren't you on episode five with me?" No, we're only on episode two. Oh, that's right. I probably read it somewhere. Like, I, oh. I literally have to like act. I have to pretend like I haven't seen. She's still. She's not hearing this right now, so she, I'm still gonna keep <laughs> Of course, because she's sleeping. Yeah. Fits happens live. Fits happen. It's it's the fit show. Today is a big day. Telephone Tuesday. Today is the day to tell a friend to go see a doc. We could do it again. It's Tell a Friend Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tell a Friend Tuesday. Uh. 
Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend to go and get checked out. Yeah. Get checked out. That's what it's all about. Stand up in the air, do it again, and we can do this all again. Go. That's what it's all about. Running a mic check. Oh, heck. Don't get checked out. Wow. Yeah. You guys were like that little sample machine that yeah. you, you see artists do where they'll play a little bit and hit that's the button fun. and they start sampling. And yeah. Well, that's what you guys are going to pay thing. me for. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Telefriend Tuesday is all about. Uh, every Tuesday, I just like to say, tell a friend, a coworker, or a loved one to go to the doctor and get a physical and get a simple checkup. I mean, all you got to do is go get checked out, give a little blood. It's amazing what they could do for your health and your life. Can I tell we you, should embrace our medical community and everything that these people do for us. This probably goes against Telefriend Tuesday, but I had a little mark on my arm that I was concerned about. A little skin we spot. I remember that. Weeks, goes the skin spot. I wasn't sure what it was because it didn't hurt, but I, I did think it was a possibility that it was a burn from, I, I had been cooking bacon a couple oh. of days earlier and I got a little splash in my arm, okay. but I would have thought it would hurt. It didn't hurt. So I decided to keep an eye on it. It was kind of a triangle, a dark Are you watching it still? It's gone now. So it did turn out to be a burn and it did peel off finally. So I'm no longer scared of that spot. I'm so glad that we're talking. You know, we should talk about uh, what we are freaking out about on our bodies for Telefriend Tuesday from now on. For me, I'm, you know, like I was talking to my mom a couple of days ago about her hemorrhoid removal surgery. And she simply got like a little rubber band, put that little bad boy on there, and it just like strangled the hemorrhoid and it fell Ooh. off. I'm wondering if I should go get like the, a little rubber band on the, on the little friend Roy the Roy that I have sitting there right now. And I'm wondering if that little band is just going to boop. You know, I don't want to feel any pain. Yeah. And because, you know, most of the time they just go away. Well, you know, but, that's also... That's, but that's I've been similar, sitting on this for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> that is a similar method to how they castrate uh, sheep and bulls and things. Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, so I don't make that. sure whoever you go to knows yeah. what they're doing. Make sure he's got good aim. Don't yeah. go to the veterinarian. <laughs> don't, want to don't go to a vet. Claire, what about you? What's ailing you? You know, I've still got that... That uh, spot you are telling me about. I have a little spot there, and I haven't uh, mm. gotten around to it. And I guess, you know, it hasn't gotten any worse. Yeah, I don't even see it. It hasn't stopped, but it hasn't gotten worse. Mm-hmm. So I really need to do that. The thing is, I have an appointment coming up anyway to do other stuff, and so I'm sure. waiting until that appointment. I'm not necessarily sure that's the smartest thing to do, but that's what I'm doing. So at least as far I, as- I am getting it checked. I'm just... Putting it You're off. right. There are times when you got to sort of psych yourself up for a certain appointment, and that's okay. Yeah, you got to get you build it up. That's okay to yep. get that. Get it in there. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I feel no. like in my heart, it's okay. Oh, I, I I know this might sound weird. I could look at someone and I could tell I could tell you if something is wrong with an individual. You are just fine. Thank I you. looked at Drew whenever his gallbladder blew up months ago, and I knew that something was about to happen. <laughs> wow. I told him, Drew, do you remember? Well, let's let's tell the story the right way. You said <laughs> you said I curse you. <laughs> because you said what? Drew said, I never get sick. I will never get sick. My family doesn't get sick. And I said, that's it. That is a ridiculous thing to say. I curse you. Two days later, his gallbladder blew no, up. You, oh, that's not no, you put I, the whammy on him. I did. No, no, no. I, did. I, I did tell you I don't get sick because I don't. And, and <gasps> Don't do it again. Oh, my the God. The reason you cursed me again. is I disagreed with you on something stupid. That's what you cursed me about. It was some petty argument. No. You cursed me <laughs> to suffer painfully. Drew, you're missing the point. He put a curse on you, that's and two right. days later, your gallbladder it blew worked. up. Bingo. Don't it did work. I don't think You can't say no. to the universe, I don't get sick. No, you, because now you're taunting it. Yeah. And it's, well, and I only it, had one gallbladder, so what What you got next for me, universe? <gasps> oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh. Remember this moment right now where Watch. you are. You're going to get kidney stones or Something's something. Your gallbladder's going to grow back and eat out again. <laughs> <laughs> it was my twin. Drew, Drew, <laughs> Drew watches on. This just got serious. Oh, no. Fitz happens. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. All right, let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Claire, you are the only female on this show. To my knowledge. I, yeah. <laughs> feel that was a dig at me. <laughs> I know there are times people, you know, probably think I, but anyway. Claire, do you think that a woman's bra has the ability to stop bullets? <laughs> well, I've seen enough Wonder Woman to know that the bracelets are more important, but I'm sure that there are bras out there based on the underwires and various other features that, yes, probably could. Well, a 41-year-old woman was riding bikes with her husband near Hamburg, Germany, last Sunday, 
She heard this gunshot, and she felt this really sharp pain in her side. It turned out there were hunters that were nearby, and she got hit by one of their stray bullets. Oh, no. How do you mistake that? I mean, she was straight up on a bicycle. I'm guessing it was a rickish. I'm guessing Actually, if she was moving, they probably saw her moving through trees. Just flying through a distance, maybe. Wearing a deerskin bike helmet. Bra. (laughs) So this bullet hits the underwire in her bra, stops the bullet, saves her life. Miracle. She just had a bad bruise. Mm -hmm. Wow. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Police aren't sure if, again, if it was a direct hit or, like you said, drew some sort of a ricochet, but, I mean, it could have killed her either way. Uh, And if... She'd been wearing a sports bra for the bike ride. She'd be gone. That was my question, is I usually wear a sports bra. So yeah. now I'm like, maybe I should go, you know. You'd be a goner. You'd be a bleeder. I'd ble- you'd have a bleeder. You'd <laughs> out right there. Yes. Wow. Well, if it hit her in the bra, it was on target. That was center mass. Well. <laughs> what I'm saying is if she it. Wasn't, she wasn't. She wasn't. What you're saying is they should have taken her down and made her into chili? I'm saying where the bra oh covers, gosh. it was, I mean, that's covering your vital organs. Yeah. yeah. It was a good shot for being a bad shot. This is why everybody needs to take Hunter safety course. Yeah. First of all, she should have been wearing orange. Yeah. And. Well, she shouldn't have. Well, well she didn't know she they, was out hunting. They shouldn't have been hunting. No, she was on the bike. people were riding bikes. That's the right answer. Yeah. Hunting and bike riding shouldn't be in the same area. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's like. Now I want to know what they were hunting, too. Yeah. Well, this isn't Germany, so there's a lot of now, questions we probably will never get the answer. More importantly, we really want to know what Victoria's secret actually is. <laughs> what, it's the li- it's, it's the life-saving secret. It's Kevlar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there you go, folks. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. It happens. I can't believe it's August. And, uh, you know, I always talk about the fact that my mom's a school teacher. But I think it, it, it's it's time that we all take the time to think about what teachers are about to have to go through. That's that's a lot of dedication. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of effort. Yeah. A yeah. lot of their own money. Um, yeah. But you know what? Short stuff being a teacher in 2019. First of all, we know that you guys don't get paid enough. You have to put up with way too much crap. They're taking away your power in the classroom. But it, is it as bad now as it was in, say, I don't know, 1915? Where the following is a list of rules that American teachers in 1915 were told to obey. Okay? Teachers had to follow these rules. You, you will not marry during the term of your contract. Okay. Interesting. You are not to keep company with men. <gasps> wow. We will not have our teachers keeping company with any man. <laughs> You must be home between the hours of 8 p.m. and 6 a.m. unless attending a school function. Hmm. Dang, that sounds like prisoners, not teachers. You may not loiter downtown in ice cream stores. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just ice cream. Yeah, but you can hang out at the tavern next You know, that's what, right. the, that's what them hoochies do at night. Sit down there in them ice cream stores. Ice cream oh, parlors. Do. Picking up them men and their, their, ice cream. And their malts <laughs> and their chocolate malts. What's interesting about that is it only mentions ice cream store because it wasn't even a thought that a woman would be in a bar. They weren't even allowed in bars, in taverns. Uh, Let's see. You may not travel beyond city limits unless you have the permission of the chairman of the board. Wow. Whoa. Ever? Sounds like they're trying to control some stuff here. They they straight up sound like indentured servants or, or prisoners. Right? You may not ride in a carriage or automobile with any man unless he is your father or brother. We're talking about uh, a teacher contract in 1915. This is 1915. This that is, is right. like 18-something. That's right, 1915. Huh. Uh, let's see. You may not smoke cigarettes. You must wear bright colors to school. You may, under no circumstances, dye your hair. You must wear at least two petticoats. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, your dresses must not only be shorter than two... Uh, your dresses must not be any shorter than two inches above the ankle. Wow. Plus Man. two petticoats. Yeah. And it's 90 degrees out. <laughs> and, and AC well, hasn't been invented and yet. And you can't go to the ice cream parlor. But, but yeah. you know, Claire, on, the men have got to be able to focus in the classroom, Claire, right? Oh is, that what, is that what they're getting at? They're six-year-olds. Yeah. Well, no, I not think, in 1950. I, this is for all, all classes. I all, get the all you'll get married thing because then you're going to have to go away and serve your husband 24 right. hours Right, they want to be able to focus so. on the students <laughs> in the right. school. Yeah, I understand that. But not leaving city limits? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more Fitz. Fitz. It happens live. Live. F-I-T with a Z. Z. Z.
We were talking about, you know, back to school time again, which is crazy. Teachers are preparing right now for a brand new year. And teachers, if you thought it was tough in 2019, what about like 1915? We just read a couple of clauses in a standard teacher's contract from 1915. You can't be out late at night. You can't ever smoke cigarettes. You have to wear your skirts. What was it? Two inches above your ankles? Two inches above your ankle yeah. and two wow. petticoats at all times. <laughs> and don't let us catch you hanging around the ice cream shop. Oh, oh better not. Never. Oh, and better not. most fascinatingly, you couldn't get married. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Janine, your grandmother was a teacher like in the year 1919? Yes, she was. Yeah, and, and tell us more. Were there any sort of requirements that she had to go through? or What did you learn well, about your grandma? Well, we were going through a box full of letters we found, and um, apparently she and my grandpa were secretly married. <gasps> wow. um, all these love letters between them that, you know, how... He hated not being able to be with her and that they couldn't tell anybody and couldn't live together and all this. And um, one of them, he was like, I couldn't take it. I finally, I, I told my mom that we were married and she was so happy and so excited. And as soon as the school year was over, she was going to quit her job and come live with them. That is truly so, unbelievable. Different yeah. time, different world, right? Yeah. 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 How old was she, you think? Um, she was like early 20s. I want to say, yeah, because my mom, yeah, I was trying to think about when my mom was born in 37, but they were married for quite a while. She was a, an accident. Nobody's an accident. A play. <laughs> Just makes me think of that song. Remember, uh, Secret Lover. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for the call. F-I-T with a Z. It's the Fit Show. It happens. Live, 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 live. Who's been in a relationship the longest on the show? Probably Claire. Claire, Not you me. you yep. you have been well, I'm, mm, at, I'm at about twenty five years. Twenty five years. I'll tell you what's we, impressive that in this room of four people, that at over ten years I'm in third place. Yes. That, that's a you solid are. group of people. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing as Drew, you've been with your woman for how many years, right? Uh we're closing in on eleven. Hadn't even put a ring on it. Nope. Well, I'm getting our, worried about you though. That's our thing. You're at that point. I don't think it is. I think you're really getting close to that point. Where if she doesn't get a ring, she might be outsville. I think it's time for you to. I mean, I think any woman listening right now, they heard eleven years. I think that they are saying, Drew, you better do something quick. You make a ring sound like it's a cage. Like if you slap that ring on her, she can't get away. No, but if you no, don't, no. she's free to a roam. A ring is a symbol to the one you love that says. I'm for you and you're for me. We're together for eternity and I'm not going to do mess with you and I'm not going to da 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 da. It's it's a symbol of your commitment to her. And I'm wondering why you don't want to throw that her way. Well, this is it's it's a new era and we have <laughs> what a commitment. It's a new we, era? What I'm saying is we have a commitment to each other that supersedes the paperwork involved, right? We're just we're we're happy to be how we are, and you we guys, don't see how you, paperwork You guys would... don't have one of those open relationships, do no, you? No, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> is that, I mean, is that how it's working out? No, no, what no, exactly no. is on your Instagram list? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying, you know, if, if you looked at Drew's Instagram page and the, and the people he follows, you wouldn't think that he's been in an 11-year relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone will look at my Instagram uh, follows and then, you know, look at me and go like, no, no. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, but what was I asking like you? Yeah, I'm sorry. You were telling me about the, the, the agreement the, you have. Yeah, in this new era, well, it's not, we didn't write this out or anything, but yeah, we're we're happy how we are and we don't necessarily feel like um, making it legal or whatever would, would help us in any way. It wouldn't make it better. I don't know. For now. But does anybody have uh, in this any of you guys have any advice for Drew? What are your thoughts? I do have a question for you. What if like tomorrow she was like, "You know what? I want to get married." What would you say? And if you don't commit, I'm gone. What would then you I say? would. You would really? Oh, wow. Sure, just like that. I, wow. I'm not then why not? marriage. We just don't feel the need for it. But if one of us decided we had to, the other would say, "Sure." Do you think mm. there'd be a day where like you decide like, "You know what? I want to get married. Let's do it." Me? Yeah. Uh, no, know. the other Drew is sitting right next to you. <laughs> did you see that? Did you I see did, that? Tactic? I did see that. He's trying to bail out. I totally saw that. Claire, uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, and by the way, Drew, you, you know this is what we're doing now is just trying to pry in your life oh, as yeah. much oh, as we yeah. can. You know, for us, it became, and we don't have children, right? And we don't have like a million dollars in assets or anything like that. But it did kind of become about we're the most important people to each other and we want to make the important decisions about one another. 
And we're fortunate that we both have great families that love us and love each other and all that stuff. But there's going to be a point in your life where major decisions are going to have to get made about you. And uh, marriage is one of those so what legal is, ways Drew, that you can when, say that. Whenever you croak, Drew, she, you know, basically you got to have somebody to handle your business for you. Right. <laughs> well, well, Someone so in there to pull the plug. Exactly. <laughs> it's more about the plug than the casket. But yes, yes. The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Drew is right over there. Claire, right at the youngin'. Um, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, we need you to be a five-minute hero right now and give some no-nonsense advice to a P1 in our listener family. Uh, I received this message at facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Hey, Fitz, I'm absolutely loving your show. Uh, this is about my paranoid husband. We're planning to have a big backyard party at the end of summer and invite all the neighbors. We have a giant, beautiful yard, and I love the idea of getting to know our neighbors better. Here's the problem. My hubby said there is no way he wants people roaming our house to use the bathroom. Hmm. Both baths are on the second floor. I'm not sure uh, what it is he thinks they might do, but his idea was to have his buddy, who owns a construction company, drop off one of the porta potties. He even mentioned we should call Honey Bucket Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we have this beautiful home that we're so proud of, and you invite the neighborhood to share in a day of summer camaraderie, and then you want them to use a plastic hut that's fresh off a construction site. <laughs> I thought you could help him. Uh, <laughs> no. I thought you could help him uh, see the light before we send out our invitations. Can you please ask your listeners if this makes us look bad? Uh, or um, hopefully they have some advice on this. Ooh, this is bizarre. Well, you know what? I'm kind of... What was her name? Cindy. Hey, Cindy. Thank you so much for the message. We're going to try to give you some insta-therapy, insta-fast. And uh, here's the deal. I'm with you. I don't like people roaming around my house and using bathrooms because they make the entire floor smell like pee. And I think it might be a good idea to have your guest go outside and use the bathroom. You know what I mean? Just because you have a nice house and nice bathrooms doesn't mean people need to come over and pee on your floor. Yes, but you need to provide them with an excellent place to wash their hands because I am not sharing the backyard oh. barbecue with a bunch of people who haven't washed their hands properly. Yeah, interesting. So, Reaching in that tater salad. No offense <laughs> no offense to Honey Bucket Corey, and maybe he could help with this, but they would want to get one of the fancy schmancy ones that's got like the water... Like the where you can wash Ooh, your hands. The hand they wash have, station next yeah. door. Yeah, all that I stuff. Mean, they have those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. Dang. The honey yeah. bucket world has gotten very, very yeah. versatile. So that's wow. what they <laughs> make it like an airport bathroom, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Or excuse me, like an airplane bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, no, yeah, not yeah. inside. The station's outside. Yeah. Oh, right? No, I'm talking thing. about the nice inside one where you walk up the stairs and you're on a platform, you do your thing, there's a sink in there. Oh, you're, you're talking about the truck. Yeah. Like the, the, like the, the one that's on a sailor. Yes. Roll one of those up, I'm down with it. Otherwise, no, Man, I'm busy that night. So I think the question is, is it appropriate to bring out like a porta potty or a honey bucket to like, you know, a nice home that's having a nice summer party? We'd love to hear from you. I'll tell you what. You get the porta potty and then you tell everybody, hey, sorry, we're not going to let you use the bathroom. Anybody who shows up, those are your real friends. They can actually go use the bathroom inside. But you know what? People need, yeah. But people need to know, like, some homes have rules. I'll never forget, Drew. I, I remember that one day you really ticked me off. I have this little sign <laughs> on the front of my, my door, and it says something to the effect of, please remove your shoes if you mm-hmm. don't, you know. Mm-hmm. What is, what, what's our sign say? Uh, please remove like, your please shoes. Please remove your shoes and don't take a nicer pair when you leave. Yeah, Drew. and Drew walks in one day. He, go, <laughs> he goes, well, I'm, I don't take my shoes off anywhere. And I'm like, the hell you don't. My house, you're going to take off your dang shoes because there are, it's disgusting. To have people over wearing their shoes when you really think about it. Yeah, but then there's also those people who have really, really, really stinky feet. And that's just like something they can't control. It's like an odor problem. Yeah, that's true too. But, you know. But people, yeah, no, I see your point. Yeah. Most people can take their shoes off. It's like, take your <laughs> shoes off and don't come inside and use the bathroom because you're going to pee all over everything. <laughs> that's why I am all for this honey bucket. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more fits. Fits. It happens. Live. F-I-T with a Z. If you were just tuning in, we are right in the middle of a, a, of a listener who needs some five-minute heroes and needs some insta-therapy. Basically, Cindy, and Cindy uh, wrote me on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fit, saying that she's worried about her paranoid husband. They're planning on having a huge backyard party at the end of the summer. They're going to be inviting all their neighbors. They have a giant, beautiful yard, and... She wants to get to know the neighbors better, but her husband doesn't want the neighbors inside the house, uh, everybody using the bathroom. I agree with that. He wants to bring like a porta potty, like a honey bucket in his backyard. Cindy thinks this is a really bad idea and in really poor taste. Well, 
uh, since we started this bit, several people have written in, and there's some very, very strong points being made. One I didn't think about, which is yeah. the septic system. Her husband might be onto something because if their house is on septic yeah. and it's only designed, that system maybe for five to six people and you have two dozen people over, you could crash your septic system and that would be a much bigger problem. So maybe that's what this is all about. Sherry says, Fitz, don't even send out the invitations. I'd be embarrassed to even have to explain why I have a honey bucket in my yard. (laughs) (laughs) Why we go to one of our P1 experts. You've heard him on the show a bunch. We just love him to death. Honey Bucket Corey is on. Honey Bucket Corey, go ahead. Yeah. How are you doing, Fitz? How you doing, my brother? I'm doing. I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good after an awesome weekend. That's yeah, so good to good. know. Yes, but the reason why I'm calling is in response to her, to her um, um, worriedness. Yes, she's worried about having the honey bucket in her backyard. She's embarrassed about it. What do you have to say to that honey bucket, Corey? Well, you can always put it off to the side where neighbors can't see it, where nobody can't see it. Um, if it's a smell. Um, you can always ask when we deliver it that we do sometimes have uh, deodorizers. If she's worried about that, we can put a deodorizer in there to make it smell better. But also, she's also contributing and saving 125 million gallons of fresh water. Right. Honey Bucket, Corey. Honey Bucket is the company should be so proud of you. We need to send this in to, for Honey Bucket Corey. Way to go, Honey Bucket Corey. And we're going to go to uh... Pam. You said there's actually a service called Luxury Restrooms? <laughs> Correct. So I got married in my friend's backyard last year. And Where that was at? one of my concerns. And yeah. Okay, sweet. And they have a beautiful piece of property on a couple of acres. And they didn't want everyone in and out of their house. And I understood. Um, and I rented this trailer. It comes out as a trailer. It had a women's side and a man's side, running water, flushing toilets. It was, could be heated or cold. You could mm. pump music into it. It was the best money I spent for my wedding. I love that. I want one of those right now. Yeah, can I, be, yeah. Can I bring one right now? <laughs> Pull it up I to the house? More people, I had more people compliment me on that and take pictures than I ever thought I would have Everybody Bye, T. a Z. It's the Fit Show. Real. Oh, oh my God. Funny. What the heck is The Fitz Show. Hey, if you have a moment, you could like listen to our podcast, the PAB. That's the podcast after the broadcast, a condensed version of the show, and you can listen your time your way. Wherever you listen to your podcast and stuff, just type in the Fitz show although i just can't stand the name of that the the name but i've always wanted to come up with a better name but that's what it is for the moment i guess the fit show and i'd rather it be like some you know whatever but hey it's that fit show or you know don't sweat it i'm not gonna sweat it dude we could do better all right we'll work on that hey i came from sales i know about catchy uh Catchy names Thank and you, stuff. Claire. Yes. You're welcome. I will work on that. I'll work on a jingle. I'll get, I'll get you a whole package to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, you just got sold. <laughs> yeah, done. A couple minutes, or not a couple minutes ago, a couple of days ago, I was having a conversation with my wife. And, and my wife and I, we, I mean, we have this thing like, hey, if it's good for you, it's good for me, sort of a thing. Uh, so, for example, if there was a time when a girl or, or sales girl, Claire, or, or anyone asked me to, you know, go spend time with them alone, rule is I'm, I'm not going to do it because I'm because I'm married. Unless it's like my boss or, you know. Yeah. Claire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, but just other random women, not going to do it. And my wife says to me, well, think, would it be good? Would you be okay with me doing it? And when I think about it and I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so she's right. Yeah. Uh, in, in, the, in this case. Married men and female friends or having female friends, ladies, do you get jealous or are you completely cool with, with your married man going out to hang out uh, or be alone with, with a female? Does it just set yourself up for, for bad things to happen? Drew, I'd like to begin with you. What say you? I think it's absolutely fine. I don't think there's any problem with it. This is a trust issue. If two people are committed to each other, then they have nothing to worry about. Now, now, okay. Are you saying if you're not married, you're not committed, Drew? No, not at all. I'm saying if two people are committed to each other, then they have nothing to worry about. Uh, Now, 
the one modification I'll make to that is if the person is clearly interested in something, if they're yeah. interested, in, if they're flirty, if they aren't just a friend, if they are a flirt or, or trying to turn this into something, then you're just playing with fire, right? Yeah. So That's now this a is stupid interesting. thing to do. So but if it's just a friend, have a friend. There's nothing right. wrong so with you, that. So would, are you okay with your girlfriend, Jill, going out and having a private lunch with a male friend? And before you answer... You and I always have conversations about dudes because, like all dudes, listen right now, and Ryder, you know what I'm saying too. We know dudes what their what their motives are. We know exactly what they want. Knowing that oh. about men, yeah, and dudes out there don't even act like you don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Knowing that about men, are you comfortable with your girl going to have a private lunch, whatever, with a man? If I know the guy and if I uh, have uh, feel uh, wait, okay wait, about uh, him, what's going then, on? Yeah, no. Huh? If I know the guy and I feel okay about him, but if I suspect him of you know, being into her or wanting her, then no, because that's playing with fire, like I said before. Right. Yeah. And will she go along with everything you just said? Absolutely. Right. So she's okay with you just going up being alone with with anyone anytime? Not anyone anytime. Anyone who's not a threat, which... Right. You know, <laughs> how could anyone know who is or who's not? There's no a, way. Yeah. Oh, women that know. is not possible. Women well, and, know and if I There's probably a woman's intuition. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Women know immediately whether the new the new girl on the block is a threat or not. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. I agree with that. Married man, female friends. Do you get jealous? What about you, Erica? My theory is if they've known her long enough or if I know her, then it's fine. Kind of what you're saying, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But if it's like, hey, I work with this guy. You've never met him before. We've been having lunch. Uh-uh. That's a problem. Yes, I don't know his motives. I can't measure it. Yeah, that's okay. not okay. Stephanie, what are your thoughts? My opinion is they should not be texting. I'm not a jealous person, but if she likes him more than a friend, guys are tempted pretty easily, especially if she's like a babe. So that's a different level. Uh, mm-hmm. A text message. Is that appropriate well, if you're in a relationship? She brought up something yeah. important. Going to lunch or, or having uh, some communication with thing, but that ongoing text, yeah. that creates a whole new problem. It does. Mm-hmm. That creates a weird bond it that creates you don't a, want. It creates a line of communication. Well, and yeah. they're behind enemy lines. Right. There you they go, yeah. Sneak in. They can <laughs> shoot little cute messages. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now. And Here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I'm waiting. For one of our amazing networks here, media conglomerates, to reach out to me, uh, to I mean, I believe that the "What Are You Kidding Me?" story should be featured on uh, on a news outlet. I think that me just delivering them, it's not enough. I need mm-hmm. I need more delivery system. I need other right. ways to get it out. Yeah, because the people need to know. <laughs> the people deserve to know. <laughs> they do. Thank you. <laughs> I begin now with a very exclusive. What the. F- Florida story, hell hath no fury. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Drew, you said that like you've experienced. Hell hath no fury. <laughs> I was married once, you know. <laughs> I do know that. I do know that. <laughs> the police in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, got a call last week when some neighbors heard 23-year-old Patrice Johnson arguing with her boyfriend. The cops ran their names, arrested the boyfriend for an outstanding warrant, but Patrice was still mad at him, and the cops had a feeling that she might take it out. On something. And oh boy, did she. She took it out on his guesses in the studio. Drew. Ooh, pork and beans. She didn't go after the pork and beans, thank God. Oh, shocking. For this Claire. Segment. Classic car. No, not the classic car. Good guess. Right of the onion. Uh, Xbox. Another great guess. No, she destroyed his scooter. Oh. Which was parked outside. She promised she wouldn't touch it. Shortly after that, they got a call again because Patrice had broken her promise and completely destroyed the scooter. The seat was ripped. The odometer was smashed. The mirrors were broken. Reminds me of that song, Carrie Underwood, Before He Cheats. Yeah. Yeah, she could have done literally dozens of dollars of damage to that scooter. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) It has an odometer? Yeah. We're talking about a little moped scooter. Yeah, those are nice. I would love one. I was picturing like a lime scooter. Remember the bike that we gave away? What was that bike we gave away on the show? Oh, that was nice. Oh, the The Black Black Max? Max? The Black Max bicycle we gave away? Those are wonderful. Gary all day, every day is running around on that, right? Yes, that's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Kentucky. Stupid's what got you there. A woman in Kentucky broke into uh, her neighbor's house (laughs) just last weekend. It's actually one of her friends. She broke into her neighbor's house to steal prescription drugs. Probably a couple of oxys or something like that, right? And uh, then she saw that uh, their stove was on. 
So while she was there robbing her friend, uh, she called 911 to report a possible fire. Again, folks, while she was robbing the house, she calls 911 in her friend's house to report a fire. Oh, you're the good wow. robber. The good Samaritan robber. Firefighters got pretty suspicious, and they brought in the cops, and she was absolutely arrested right there. Did she? What? Did she just, like, straight up forget what she was doing? And you know she what? was like, I got to steal this, steal this. Well, I smell smoke. <laughs> it sounds like that she was going over to her friend's house to pick up those oxies because she was trying to make some what? High-speed chicken feed. Oh, She no. could have been on that high-speed chicken feed and was all jacked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You but know? not too jacked up enough to call 911. Thank That's God she called 911. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are. They're still good in the world. There's still good robbers out there. Can we just saw Florida off and push it out to sea? No, because what about the what are you kidding me stories? Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, there you go. You got the what are you kidding me stories of the day. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. This is almost the very definition of just stupid. Robert De Niro's company has filed a $6 million lawsuit against a former employee accused of embezzling and being so lazy that all she did all day was binge watch Netflix, specifically Friends. De Niro's people say (laughs) one week in January, one week, the woman had thousands of dollars of food, including caviar, delivered to her office while she watched 55 episodes of Friends. Wow. <laughs> what? Is this where, what does Robert De Niro's company do? And what, what was this employee's he's got, it's job? He's got a film company. He, he, he produces oh, films. No kidding. He, he also owns restaurants. Right. You own, yeah. He's got a massive entertainment complex. And this woman's job is like vice president of entertainment, yeah. something or other. So she was trying to say, well, I have to binge watch things on Netflix. That's part of my job is looking at talent. Yet nobody's hiring Joey from Friends <laughs> for Robert De Niro. Hey, is there anyone, and listen, be honest right now. Is there anyone listening right now who could honestly, to say that at their job they really don't work right. and you still get a paycheck there's a lot of people who get that check and yep. you know fill that seat yep. i mean i used to <laughs> did you really, what, what'd you do i used to stream shows all the time at gamestop I, yeah i just didn't care i just watched tv shows all the by time. the way that's that's where i met Ryder the young and you guys i met him at gamestop <laughs> and uh, our relationship began nobody came into it <laughs> if your boss was the godfather or let's just say the dad from Meet the Parents. Yeah. Would you steal and cheat on the job? Yeah, Robert De Niro's pretty scary. Yeah. Robert uh, De Niro. Hello, yeah. Jimmy from Goodfellas. Am I seeing yeah. him every day? He yes, says, you're seeing him he every says, day. Heck no. You stealing from me? Right. You stealing from me? But the other thing Isn't is... Isn't that the guy? Yeah, I'd, I'd wet well, myself yeah. before I stole from him. <laughs> yeah. But also, $6 million... I mean, what is each episode of Friends worth? <laughs> like, how much was this woman making in 55 I don't know. hours? Friends is that good, time? though. You know, I saw an argument the other day on social media. People were actually arguing which is better, Seinfeld or Friends. And it's like, first of all, it's Seinfeld. Yeah, hands uh, down. Friends yeah, is great, day. but I think they're t- for two different audiences. You know, it's two, two different, you know, states of mind. Yes, for right. sure. Right. Yeah. Celebrities are lining up to ask you to stop bullying Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Now, the British press has always been after Meghan. They've always been trying to invent this rift between her and Kate Middleton. And now, you know, that stuff's been going on. But now, for some reason, the public is turning on Harry and Meghan and blasting them. Now, this time, it's over their use of a private jet, which people assume is public money because they're royals, which they took for a vacation. But Elton John said, hey, everybody, back off. That's my jet. I gave them the jet so they could go get away for a couple of days with their kids. Ellen jumped in and said they do more charity than all the other royals and most celebrities combined. And now Pink says that the way that people are hitting at Meghan is the most public form of bullying she's ever seen. And it's time to start teaching your children to be but nicer. But what about all those toxins that they are putting in the atmosphere with that jet, Claire? What about that environment fight that they're on? Claire, what, what? about the environment? The environment is very important. Uh, and jets are bad and all that stuff, but you know what? It's like how you stop it. Yeah, it's like how else are you going to get to Italy? <laughs> there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz show. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Willie Nelson. And his wife, Annie, um, they're adding another brand to their popular hemp product line. Mm. Ooh. This is interesting. Willie's Rescue. It's an array of hemp products for internal and external use in dogs, cats, 
in horses. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, there could be some uh, uh, medicinal benefits, right, when it comes to animals with this stuff, right? Oh, there's Fire. a ton of vets that are really my, advocating my CBDs for pets. did a lot of that with his dog before his dog passed away. He did a lot of pain and other management with cannabis. I will tell you right now that uh, my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South, um, I don't know exactly what she's rubbing on our little Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus. Hmm. Um, but, you know, my Boston Terrier has liver cancer right now. And she's got her little doggy doctor, and she's about to have her liver cancer surgery. But sometimes when we can tell she's not feeling really good, Bethany will lather her up in something like that. Yeah, yeah, it really helps. Infused with a little something, something. Um, my band got together last night because I was excited to hear what Willie's doing. And uh, we put together this brand new song. It's called My Dog Stoned Again. Oh. And hang on. <laughs> Hope you enjoy this. My dog stoned again. <laughs> I blew smoke into his nose again. Okay. Oh, now. He's so mellow now. The cat is now his friend. Wags <laughs> his tail so he can get stoned again. <laughs> Fix happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow for the Hump Day celebration. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.